Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a lot to discuss. As a reminder, you can watch this entire show with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Mark and I were just in Mexico City for Mexican Independence Day, but Las Vegas celebrated the holiday as well with a big fight, huge crowds and dancing in the streets at New York, New York. We'll talk about it. Plus the WNBA Las Vegas Aces have won the championship. It's Las Vegas's first Major League Sports Championship. We also learned that MGM is renovating its old West Wing Tower. We'll talk a little bit about the history of those rooms and why they're a bit different than everything else in that hotel. Plus, the LVCVA released a list of all the projects coming in 2023, 2024, and beyond. We'll update you on all of them. Bellagio has a new conservatory for the fall, a jewel that they brought all the way from Southeast Asia. Texas Station is now gone, being demolished. We'll talk about the video of it being knocked down, plus a look inside if you to Henderson as they start to gut that building as well. There will also be two competing winter events in Las Vegas. We'll talk cheap food on the Vegas Strip, how to get top shelf cocktails with just a little bit of play, all that coming up right now. If you like this show, don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Just search MTM Vegas. Leave us a five-star review if you're on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. And as a reminder, you can find all of our Vegas content, posts, podcasts, and videos at mtmvegas.com. Thanks so much for listening. Let's Let's hit it. So, Mark, did you see those crazy crowds coming out of MGM? I guess they had a big concert there, and then the Canelo Alvarez fight at T-Mobile Arena. Mexican Independence Day. We were in Mexico City. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It reminded me, actually, of Mexico City uh, in the Central Square. Wall-to-wall Mexico, people. Way worse than Mexico City. Way worse. I think that's <laughs> bad. Don't go to Mexico City for Independence Day. But, uh, no, that, that's kind of crazy. Like, I hate when you're, you know, have to walk sideways or bumping with crowds and you just can't get to where you need to go. So, and, you know, if anybody is claustrophobic, that would be like their worst nightmare and stuff. And that's how stampedes happen and everything. So it's definitely nerve wracking. I don't know why Vegas loves to jam everything on the same weekends right next to each other. But I guess there's just always something going on. So it's inevitable. Yeah, I don't want to get caught up in those uh, crowds, but uh, it looks like it was a great weekend in Vegas. Let's talk about Mexico City for a little bit, but uh, we celebrated the actual Mexican Independence Day in the heart of Mexico. But all around Las Vegas, it seems like uh, people were celebrating Mexican Independence Day and Hispanic Heritage Month. Did you see all those videos of the roving uh, mariachi bands all over the place in town? People dancing in the streets in New York, New York, outside Gonzales y Gonzales. It seems like it was a festive weekend. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It reminded me, we took uh, a boat tour and they had uh, mariachi bands on boats that would just pull up next to yours and get on and do a, do a song for, you know, a few pesos and everything. So it, it brought me back to that instantly. So it's cool to see that the casinos were embracing it and, and everybody's having a good time. And of course, Canelo Alvarez won his fight in a decision. So it was a big fight, one of the biggest fights of the year, probably. So uh, good to see that. And uh, yeah, I wonder how many pickpockets were in the crowd in Vegas uh, considering uh, we ran into quite a few in Mexico City. Uh, but overall, our, our meetup went really well, and uh, it was fun celebrating Mexican Independence Day. Glad to see Las Vegas is giving it so much love. Yeah, uh, why don't you show everybody your phone? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that on the uh, Miles to Memories podcast uh, this week. So uh, if you want to hear all about how I got pickpocketed in the Central Square in Mexico City, you can tune into that, mtmpodcast.com. Uh, but uh you know, Vegas is probably the biggest spot in the entire country for pickpockets in the U.S., uh, so I wonder uh, how many phones got stolen there. 
That's, you know, that kind of surprises me because I never have even considered that to be an issue there. I've never had an issue, um, but I've never gone to like a main event. Like I imagine like New Year's Eve in, in New York City is kind of like a haven for pickpockets. So similar stuff in Vegas. I try to stay away from like massive crowds uh, for the most part. So I guess maybe that's why I haven't run into it. But yeah, I'm kind of surprised to hear that they're like right at the top. Yeah, people love to pickpocket in Las Vegas. It's been something that's known, especially when you get those crowds. And uh, that's the case probably anywhere, though. Uh, lots of other cities have that issue, certainly all over Europe and everywhere else. But uh, great times, great festivities, good things going on there. Did you see that the WNBA, Las Vegas Aces, now the champions? And Enjoy it. I- Enjoy it, Mark Davis. It's all you get. <laughs> yeah, he was enjoying it. Uh, this is the first major championship for a Las Vegas professional sports team. If you want to leave a comment and say the WNBA isn't a real sport. I would like you to go out on the court and play those uh, those women and uh, sh- let them show you what a real athlete is. So all you misogynists down in the comments, keep it to yourself. Uh, this is a real sport. These are real athletes. The best at what they do, and they're the champions. Yeah, I uh, don't think you're going to see it from the Raiders anytime soon. So enjoy it. You know, maybe the Knights can get back. Uh, they were almost there which it came too soon anyways. Nobody should be that good that quickly. So you didn't really deserve it. So, you know, hopefully the next one, you guys get it done though. Yeah, it was great news. It's great for Las Vegas, great for Las Vegas sports and uh, happy to see that they won in game four. All right, so uh, a lot of construction news, things like that, want to catch people up on. Let's start with MGM Grand. A lot of like Vegas nerds, Mark, know that when they built MGM Grand in the early 90s, it replaced a hotel casino called Marina and they incorporated the old Marina Tower into the new MGM Grand building, and it became known as the West Wing. And this is also known as the place where they dumped tour groups and people that they didn't want to put in the in the real good rooms uh, because they're from a different era and everything else. So now they're rebranding the West Wing into the Studio Tower and renovating all the rooms. It has this like deserty sort of look. It reminds me a lot of Virgin Hotels, actually. Uh, That's what, what I thought. Yeah, uh, I did the the vomit face earlier because the rooms looked hideous, <laughs> and it reminds me of Virgin. But like even worse, like they did a worse job. Like they were like, "Hey, let's do 1970s chic, but really poorly with desert color." I mean, I I wouldn't stay there. <laughs> I don't I mean, care if it's brand new. No thanks. It's funny. Like as a as a hotel nerd, you know, we have the AAA has their Diamond Awards. The MGM Grand has always been a four diamond hotel, except for the West Wing which has always been a three-diamond hotel. And you always had to be careful to make sure you didn't book in there because the rooms weren't as nice. And then a few years ago, they renovated all of the other rooms. And those are pretty decent. They're not the best in Las Vegas, but they're pretty good. But these uh, definitely needed some love. I guess they're distinct. They look very different than anything else on the Strip. Uh, You can see how small the bathroom is. I think one good thing is they put the barn doors in there, which they need to because there's not a lot of space. But that bathroom almost reminds me of a cruise ship bathroom, or at least the shower does. It's so small but uh the room's not big but like i said they're from a different era yeah it's like a financial district in new york city bathroom like you're just it's tight but yeah i i'm not a big fan of the design i don't feel like it really fits with the rest of the property so much either so it's kind of weird in that aspect i I don't know but if it's a good price people will stay (laughs) yeah i think it's going to be a cheaper price and somebody must like that you know that red rock desert motif thing uh, because uh, Virgin, did. I don't know. Is Virgin selling out rooms? I don't. I don't know that people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know that it's a hot, a hot item. Well, if you are desperate to uh, stay there and you want a, a little piece of Vegas history, the Marina Tower, the West Wing, now the Studio Tower, 
uh, mid-October, they say, is when they'll have finished all of those rooms. And uh, you can take a virtual tour. I'll put a link in the description. Um, so, yeah, Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority just released kind of a list of all the upcoming projects and what's going on in town, what's coming up new. So let's start talking about a little bit of it uh, for 2023. Um, Fremont Hotel and Casino, we covered this a while ago, and I kind of forgot about it, that they are expanding, adding like a food hall. Unfortunately, they replaced the really cool buffet, which was like kind of a throwback. The buffet was like a combination with a buffet and coffee shop, and it had a sort of similar feels uh, to like, like the old school coffee shops with like trees and things like that, like pepper mill, something like that. So that's gone, but uh, they are renovating it. Vital Vegas took some pictures, show us what that looked like. Um, Silverton, we talked about last week with their apartments. I had forgotten, and we didn't mention it last week, that they shut down their hotel for a renovation, all their rooms, and that's going to come online next year. Um, other things like Circus Circus's renovation, a good reminder of that. The Miracle Mile shops are redoing that whole front facade, adding more screens because... That's, I mean, that area is really turning into like Times Square, right? With all the screens. Harmon, that, that new mall on Harmon is now adding a bunch of screens. Um, yeah, a lot of other like local casinos, New York, New York's room renovation. Fountain Blue is the big one, along with MSG Sphere coming in 2023. Now with the uh, Miracle Mile shops, are they planning on bringing the entrance closer to the street? Because it always feels like it's it's pushed a ways back and it's kind of like hidden a bit and and not the easiest thing to get into if you're like, walking off the you know just down the strip and stuff so i feel like they miss a lot of traffic because people don't even realize it's there if they if they don't know or are looking for it you know yeah the north entrance the south entrance is a little bit closer to the street but the north entrance was built off of the street and i remember when they built the new aladdin which became planet hollywood uh, they had just stairs to go up to that area um, where the north entrance is and it was really terrible so then they renovated it and they added those moving walkways but those things are always filthy and disgusting and you don't even want to touch them um, so yeah, it was just a bad design from the start. I don't think they're making any structural changes. I think it's just facade and kind of updating the outside of it. Uh, of course, Miracle Mile Shop's not owned by Caesars Entertainment. They're owned by a separate company. So uh, it's uh, it's not part of what Caesars is, even though Planet Hollywood and the shops are attached. But uh, yeah, like I said, screen screens, pretty soon that, that Harmon Las Vegas Boulevard intersection is going to look just like Times Square. It just makes the view from uh, the Sky Lounge at the Waldorf that much better. At night. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It is really like probably one of my favorite places to grab a drink at night. Definitely check it out if you haven't. You don't have to be staying there. It's right off the strip. You get, you know, a couple of steps to the door uh, so you can get in there pr pretty easily, I think, most nights. Yeah, that's a great bar. And uh, so they also talked about 2024 and beyond and uh, a lot of stuff coming like that Dream Hotel on South Las Vegas Boulevard right next to the Pinball Hall of Fame should be 2024. Uh, a pedestrian overpass coming to Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. I had forgotten about that. We covered that as well on the show. A lot of these projects, you know, they, they announce them and then, you know, time passes. You sort of forget that they're doing them. I feel like that's well needed, that pedestrian overpass. And I believe that was that big circular one, right? That uh, went to all the different corners. If I remember right, we covered it about a year ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll, that'll be helpful. It'll be interesting to see, you know, it's always better. I like when they all connect versus, you know, you having to go inside a place and come back out and, and all that annoyance. I still think, you know, we've always said they should have done the other underground tunnels like they had talked about. That would have been cooler. Well, they are going to get some tunnels, Vegas Loop coming, and that's going to continue to uh, be built out through 2024 and beyond. Uh, the convention center is going to finally get a renovation to their old halls that look like they're straight out of the 1990s. Um, of course, the new hall that they built is beautiful, but the old one, yeah, like I said, it looks like it's right out of the 90s, so it re really needs some help. 
uh, there. And then Hard Rock 2024, 2025, we'll get that guitar tower. Still no word on when we're going to lose the volcano um, and when the official changeover from Mirage to Hard Rock is going to be. But uh, that sale should close pretty soon, and then uh, we're going to lose the volcano forever. Rest in peace. <laughs> and then a lot of other like little like local hotels, uh, things like that. So uh, there's a whole uh, a whole article put out by the LVCVA. We'll link to it in the description. Good to kind of see these projects coming forward. A lot of new things happening in Las Vegas. But the big thing going to be the MSG Sphere Fountain Blue next year. That's going to be the hype for the year. That's what everybody's going to be looking forward to. Uh, all Net Arena. <laughs> yeah, All Net <laughs> Arena. I'm not holding my breath on, uh, but. Uh, you know, who knows? A bright line train is uh, supposedly going to start construction, be moving they're, forward. They're building the arena to, to host uh, Chris Angel. That's where his uh, his new home is going to be next year, or a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, the ghost arena for uh, for Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it disappear. He goes like this, and it just never happens. He'll just do his show right out there in that dirt hole in the ground, you know. <laughs> Put some bleachers up. It'll be good to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Bellagio uh, announced their new conservatory show, and I talked about it earlier on this show a few weeks ago or a month ago about why how I thought the summer one was the best that they've ever done, and now they're doing some really cool stuff. They're hyping it up. It's now open, but they are uh, emulating that big waterfall, if you've seen it, at the Singapore Chengi Airport, so they're installing this huge waterfall funnel. It uses recycled water from like rainwater and stuff, so it's not using the water supply. So if you're worried about them wasting water, it's not doing that. They're kind of recapturing water and using that. Um, but yeah, it seems like they're, did they up the budget for this thing? Because it seems like they are uh, taking it to another level every single time. All they did was cut a hole in the roof and then the rainwater is going to come down. You know, they just wanted it to look like Planet Hollywood on a regular Thursday. Yeah, or Mandalay Bay, or uh, any of the other ones, uh, Circa, yeah, any of the ones. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks like it's going to be really, really cool. Um, you know, we just saw the the bits and pieces of them putting together, but it seemed like a pretty big undertaking, and that's such a beautiful, iconic thing at the airport. So if they do it even semi-close, you know, that, that you get the same type of feel, I think it will be really huge. And, of course, anytime you go there, you say it's your favorite, so I'm sure this will be your new favorite. <laughs> it's got to top Hello Kitty. I don't know if it's going to top. No, uh, yeah, you know, you could, I haven't gotten to the, to the jewel in Changi yet. Uh, the last time I was in Singapore was right before they opened that. Um, so, yeah, on the nerdy level, I'm going to like this. Uh, but I'll throw up some video of the construction, and hopefully I'll find some video of it operating because it should be open by the time this video comes out. Um, but, yeah, it, I think they're upping the budget. It seems like before they would, like, kind of, There'd be a lot of flowers and they'd reuse a lot of things, but it seems like every time now they're kind of adding new elements, bringing it to another level, more animatronics, things moving. So uh, good to see that, uh, even if the hotel yeah. needs to uh, work on their plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to just reuse the tub water that, that backs up into it at night. But no, it did seem like they took, it looked pretty barren when they were bringing in the 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 jewel or the top or wherever the, the waterfall comes through, whatever you call that. Uh, it just seemed kind of barren around it. So I, they still have a lot of work to do, you know, from when that video was taken to now when it's open. So it's kind of cool to see them just rehash the entire thing for sure. All right. And uh, speaking of uh, rehashing, well, I'm not really rehashing, but uh, let's talk about those three local casinos that have gone forever. Station Casinos, uh, two Fiesta properties and Texas Station. Video came out this week. Texas Station is now pretty much gone. Them just demolishing the building with... Uh, yeah, it seems like a wrecking ball or something, just knocking this uh, casino that's, you know, almost 30 years old down. 
long gone. Um, and then Vital Vegas had somebody snuck inside uh, the Fiesta and uh, took a lot of pictures and sent them to Vital Vegas. I think of the Fiesta Henderson. So we have some pictures inside of what it looks like before it gets knocked down. A friend of mine drove by there and they are gutting the hotel tower floor by floor. So it's not evident whether they're going to like implode it because it's a taller tower than at the other two properties. Um, so maybe we'll get an implosion out in Henderson, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not wasting any time taking these places down. Yeah, the pictures, you know, I never made it to the property when it was open. The pictures throw definitely like a throwback, old school Vegas, the trees growing in there and stuff and the older machines. And it's kind of sad to see because it does, it reminds me of like a pepper mill type of thing, but a full casino. So, you know, Vegas is losing a lot of that. So it's sad that these are getting torn down. Now, are they like selling any of the old stuff? Like, you know, are there dusty mattresses for sale on the side of the highway or or what are they doing with everything? Well, I, I maybe they're moving them to Durango, their new casino. So, you know, you'll stay in the hotel there. You'll get the <laughs> no. dusty mattress from Texas Station. <laughs> I haven't heard of them. You know, usually when casinos close, they do have these types of sales where people can go in and buy old stuff, but I haven't heard of any of that. So I don't think so. Yeah, a lot of the trees you see and the stuff inside Fiesta Henderson goes back to those original days as the reserve. It's original sort of African theme uh, that stuck around there. So it, it was a cool property. It was really neat. There were some really cool aspects of Texas Station too. Had like a stream running through it. A lot of like interesting Texas architecture. Each of these properties had some cool little quirks uh, for being a local casino and uh, I'll miss them all. But uh, yeah, it seems like Station Casinos wants to clear that land, get it sold off do whatever else is going to happen next. They're not, <laughs> they're not giving anyone any hope. They're gone forever. Uh, they already said that, so it's not like, uh, not like it's a surprise, but it, it, it hurts to see it. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'll put some links. You guys can uh, check, out, check it all out. Hopefully they, they nail it with the new property they're building, so it'll ease the pain. Yeah, Durango looking good, and uh, that's also on the agenda for late next year. I forgot that in the previous segment, so another new property coming uh, in 2023. We also got announcements this week that two like winter carnival snow fests are happening in Las Vegas. Resorts World is going to get Enchant. And Enchant was at the Las Vegas ballpark last year and they describe it as a world of adventure with awe-inspiring animated light sculptures. Uh, they say Enchant's charming village offers ice skating, live entertainment, interactive games, dining, holiday shopping, Mr. and Mrs. Santa Claus. I think this is probably going to be in that empty desert lot, so it's probably an I was going to say, are they going to put in the dirt pit out front? <laughs> it is in the dirt pit. Yeah, I think that's where it's going. <laughs> so it's an upgrade from what's there now. So now you have something to look at when you're sitting in the uh, the exclusive pool. You can actually like, oh, it's not just you know people moving dirt around. Cool. So Chris, Chris Angel will show up, do a show, and then leave. <laughs> yeah, or he can go to the M Resort in Henderson where they're going to have the Snow Carnival, which is going to have... Tons of snow, I think 350 tons of real snow with 50 tons of snow added every single day because it, it's going to melt Is off. it real snow if it doesn't fall from the sky? I mean, come on. I mean, uh, ski resorts do that all the time, so I feel like it's uh, it's legitimate. They're going to have what they call like the ma- the mini Matterhorn slide, so like a big slide and you a just, bunch of other like You just like, triggered stuff. all skiers because that's not powder. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that they they use they use fake snow, right? I mean, they they use yeah, machines. They it's the same machines yeah. that they're going to use here. So, sorry, all you skiers out there. I am not a skier, so uh, <laughs> don't be mad at me. Uh, but yeah, so two big events happening. Um, the tickets for sale now. Uh, like I said, I think it's a good use. Glad to see Resorts World using their land for something, even uh, if it's temporary. And uh, we're still waiting to hear whether they're going to build that water park or what they're going to do 
uh, with that with that land or any other land in the area. So, uh, yeah, I definitely go check it out. I mean, it gives you something else to do when you're down there because that's the problem with Resorts World. You feel like you're a bit on an island, and there's not a ton going on inside, you know. So that would be a reason if you're staying there, you know, you can go check it out for a night and then move uh, south down the strip a bit if you want to. That type of thing. So I think it's a good good idea for them, and hopefully, it's a really cool experience. All right, so let's talk food and drink for a second. Uh, we haven't done that in a little bit. Uh, Travel Fanboy, who runs the Cheapskate Vegas site now, uh, came to Vegas recently and noticed that if you play uh, video poker at the bars at Resorts World, even a quarter at a time, you can get top shelf cocktails, which is a pretty good deal on the strip. So I thought I would pass that along because I think a lot of people, uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, want to do that. You know, they're cheap if you want to get a good cocktail because I think some of the other bars. They definitely are watching, not only in some of the bars like Cosmo, right? You have to play and get a ticket. Other bars, they're watching how much you play. And then even if you are playing a little bit, they'll give you like, you know, the well drinks or whatever. So to get a top flight cocktail for uh, for a little bit of play, Resorts World doing good there. And then Alan Travels, um, he uh, wrote on alantravels.com. I, I honestly didn't see this site before, but uh, cheap food on the Vegas Strip. I thought it was a pretty good article. Had a lot of places we talk about, a lot of places in the Miracle Mile shops, uh, also, of course, Ellis Island, uh, your favorite Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips, uh, anything that stood out on that list. I, I think it's a good resource. So I'll put a link in the description. People looking for cheap food because it's harder to come by these days. No, I mean, the only thing that kind of surprised me was Ellis Island, the steak. And I don't know when they changed it. It used to be like a, a thicker filet and now it's like a, a top sirloin, I think. At least that's the way I remember it. So they changed that somewhat and the price has gone up a little bit, which is expected over time. Uh, but, and they've taken away like, you know, the first time I went there, you got a beer with it and all this other stuff and slowly taken away. And then they're getting like a thinner cut of meat, a different cut of meat. So they're they're still trying to, I guess that's the way you got to do it to keep it, you know, around the same price point. So that was interesting. You know, Gordon Ramsay's, of course, we've, we've talked about it where you can go there and get the fish and chips for close to like half the price of you can in the restaurant. So I'm glad that made the list for sure. Yeah, he also reminds people of all the sort of two for one deals that they have with My Vegas. Um, things like uh, Nine Fine Irishmen at New York, New York, a lot of different buffets, uh, Diablo's Cantina, things like that. So it's a good reminder uh, that you can do that stuff in Las Vegas and save some money. And I think even like the Nine Fine Irishmen, I think you can get steaks. I had a steak there one time that was really good. And, uh, you know, those are like in the $30 range, $30 to $40 range. So it's a decent savings if you get a buy one, get one free. Another good reminder that they have that $3 foot-long hot dog at Casino Royale. I mean, I remember when it was a dollar, but uh, it's $3 now. So if yeah, you really... you just have to, you have to get hepatitis <laughs> on your way to the hot dog stand. No, and they also have $3 <laughs> beers, Mark. So uh, it's, it's, it's probably the cheapest uh, place on the Strip to eat and drink. Uh, no, it's got to be, uh, what's the smoky one that's all... The uh, uh, stage, stage door. door. Yeah. I bet you it's three bucks for a beer and a hot dog total. Yeah, you can, but you can't breathe you can in there. It. At least, yeah, at least Casino true. Royal has some ventilation. Uh, <laughs> another one that I've heard a lot about I haven't eaten at is Dirt Dog, uh, which is in the Grand Bazaar shops in front of Horseshoe or Bally's, depending on what you want to call it these days. Um, those elote fries that they uh, they talked about looked really good. Um, but yeah, yeah they some, did. some good cheap eats. So uh, we'll put a link there because lots, uh, lots of opportunity for saving and food really adds up these days. Uh, you know, as somebody who's traveling a lot, uh, food prices have just gone up so much that uh, it's time to really kind of pay attention to that kind of stuff. And anytime you can save a few bucks, it's good to go. I feel like we should do a, like a, a weekend trip and just only eat at the Miracle Mile shops and see how much we spend. Like it, it's like all the best deals are in there and there's so many restaurants. I think you could pull it off 
and have a good time, eat at a different restaurant for every meal, and I wonder how cheap it would be. Yeah, another one there what's in Planet Hollywood is Earl of Sandwich, which has, I always get filled by their sandwiches, and they're like less than 10 bucks. I'm saying it's a good quality sandwich compared to like a Subway or, or something like that. So yeah, good list, good times. Had a lot of fun in Mexico City. It was fun celebrating Mexican yes, Independence Day. Mexico City voice. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> uh, we had 62 people join us uh, here uh, from our Miles and Points travel group, and it was a, such a great time, such a, an awesome culture. And uh, I'm still here, but I'm heading to Cabo for, on vacation for the rest of this week and then uh, back in Vegas to start filming. So I'll be back in Vegas pretty much the rest of the year with a couple small trips thrown in between. If you guys like this show, if you like the channel, don't forget to subscribe. We want to talk to you about everything we discussed in this show. So leave a comment. Let us know why the WNBA is not a real sport. Just kidding. Uh, Don't do that. (laughs) Viva Aces. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, subscribe to the channel. Smash the thumbs up. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you next time. See you next week. If you want to hear more about Mexico City, listen to the podcast. mtmpodcast.com.